And I'll tell you guys since we're, since we're all friends. Every character I write has a piece of me in them. Hi, I'm Lee Bardugo. You're listening to The Grisha Cast. Welcome to Grisha Cast, episode 91. In this episode, we will be discussing chapters 26 through 28 from the book Rule of Wolves. This is your host, Eric. And I'm Terry. From Nashville, Tennessee, this is your podcast for all things Grishaverse. A world created by the entire reason we have this show, Lee Bardugo. Moi Saviani Caster. Hello. Hi, girl. Hi. Well, <laughs> before we get into such shenanigans, let's say the hellos to some listeners to Yes. First, we've seen some activity in Detroit, Michigan. What? Thanks, Detroit. Thanks. Keep listening. Yes. And then we're going all the way over to Lisbon, Cor- Portugal. Mm-hmm. Thank you all. We Thank you. Love our listeners. So... <laughs> What up, girl? What up, Care Bear? Uh, hi. Hi. <laughs> How are you? I am good. We should just ignore the fact that we look the way we do. So, <laughs> it's definitely Grishaversary Month. Yeah. And if you are a new listener, then you might want to check out our socials or go to YouTube mm-hmm. and check us out because we do cosplay. We sure do. <laughs> and we didn't plan this one, um, but we actually kind of match. Yes, we kind of go together, yes. Yes. Yeah. So, um, who are you? I am Sturmund. I think you look great. Thank you. I think it's fantastic. Thank you. I'm kind of digging it. So, you definitely are Sturmund, which is not like Nickel, like your Sturmund before I, Nikolai. Yes, I'm in Sturmund mode. Okay. Which actually fits the chapters today. Oddly enough. And it fits even on Fable, just to let you know. Well, there you go. Speaking of Fable. Speaking of Fable. (laughs) Um, Let's talk about you. I'm a fly. (laughs) A fly. No. (laughs) The fly on the wall. This is my interpretation of Nikolai's Shadow Monster. I think it's great. Well, it, (laughs) it, it, it's something. Is what all, all I can say. I am not wearing my glasses because <laughs> I don't have ears to put them on. And um, anyways. It's, yeah. it's great. It's very creative. Well, I'm glad you think so. I, I do. It, um, it really was just a, I tried some other things. They kind of fell through and I had to pull this out. And, you know, I realized I really look like our logo. <laughs> yes, you do. You look like the top of the logo. That's who I am. Yes. I am the top of the logo. But anyways, yeah, it's fun. Um, And if you are watching on YouTube, then please don't mind when I do take a sip of my tea. Because <laughs> I have will, to break character. I have to pull this down a little bit. <laughs> See, there's a mouth. <laughs> he does have a mouth. Surprise! That's Yes. <laughs> but anyways, oh, yeah. And I have one hand that's in the glove. And then the other one, because I have to use it for my... Well, you know, we still got to work. We do have to work. 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 <laughs> uh-huh. So, <coughs> whoa. Woo. I just inhaled and there's something in this thing. I don't know. Shadows? Yeah. <laughs> Shadows. <laughs> exactly. Well, I figured we'd start off, maybe we 
Remember last week when we had some questions with from Carrie? Yes. Do you want to answer a couple more? Sure. Okay. So, um, next, this is some Grishaverse ones. So, if you had to go on a vacation with one of the Grishaverse characters, who would you choose? Oh. I didn't. That's a different take on I know. the whole character thing. So, you'd want to go with somebody that's fun. Well, it depends on what type of vacationer you are. Like, I mean, are you one that, like, schedules everything and you're running around to all the, like, places? Well, no. I mean, I don't know if everyone else knows. I don't know if we've touched on this or not. But my partner and I do random trips um, where we don't plan anything and we just drive. The whole rule is no GPS and no interstate. And we just drive and see what we can see. Um, And we've seen lots of cool things that way. So, but I also do the other way where I'm like, there's specific things I want to see. So right. it just depends on the location, you know, like what. So, but I think you'd want to go with somebody that you get along with. Yeah. Um, that you could have a good time with. Um, I don't know. I guess you could be ro- have a romantic vacation. I don't know. Um, yeah. Let's stay as friends. Let's think of like somebody. We like would a, friend. a friend. A yeah. friendcation. Who would be a good person to go on vacay with? That you could, you just know you would have fun with. Well, I mean, of course, Nina, my girl Nina. Right. Um, we'd have a good time. I think Jasper would be a good time. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I think okay. Jasper would have. Would That's be... my pick, actually. Yeah, you just got it. Jasper would be really fun. Oh no, hold on. <laughs> I'm sorry. Zoya, duh. I want to be with Zoya. I know she's like catty, and mm, I I just eat it up. Huh. Could you imagine? I feel like she'd complain the whole time. I know, but it'd be like so I don't smart like complaining. And Could you, I know, but she says, I don't think she complains. I think it's more like she just has a very big attitude. She's <laughs> definitely like the one that like sits and like gossips. She's one of the plastics. In the beginning, yeah. In the beginning, yes. And she, I would like to go with Zoya just because I'd like to meet her. I mean, I hate to be like, you know, the Nina broken record, but I think we'd have the most fun. Well, Nina is fun. Yeah. She's, like, she loves to eat really good food. I love to eat. Like, <laughs> that would, you need to go with someone. I just feel eats. like, you know, they always talk about Nina being able to adapt to any situation. So I feel like she'd have a good time yeah. forever. And you could always play the, like, I'm a stranger. And you could come up with new names and a new story and introduce yourself to everybody on the trip as somebody else. So I think it'd be a good time. I think so, too. Yeah. I think Jesper, you're right. Jesper would be fun. We mm-hmm. would just have to make sure, like, I mean, you wouldn't want to go to a casino with him because you probably oh, won't right. be able to get him you out. You can't take him to, like, Vegas or anything. No, that wouldn't be a good idea. Mm-mm. Ooh, you know what? Oh, really? Wyland would be perfect because I like to sit and read and, like, he'd be, like, doing the same thing. So you're just going to sit around and read on a vacation? Well, I like to lay on the... You know, I just like to relax. Mm. I like to go see things, of course. It just depends on where we go. But, yeah, vacations, I like to relax. I don't like running around everywhere. Um, However, if I go to Disney World, I would definitely, like, go and, yeah, Yeah. walk around. But, yeah, I like to to relax. I think it's important. (laughs) And I say this just because, like, I know someone, um, one of my dear friends that actually, like, has, like, Schedules the entire trip, always has for her entire mm. family. Has like this little booklet that she puts together. Like every day has a scheduled event, which is oh. insane. 
<laughs> yeah, I can't. Because that's like, I feel like that's completely defeating the purpose of vacation. Oh, I mean, I guess there's different types of vacations, but I don't know. Oh, I, yeah. I, I feel like I can relax at home. And if I'm going to go spend money on like a hotel and actually be away and spend money on gas and everything else, then like. Have fun. I'm going to go. Yeah, I'm going to go have fun. Go do things. Yeah. But I, I can't schedule all out because I might change my mind. <laughs> well, that's why you and I do so good. Yeah. I just, yeah, we do. So let's go on to our next question, which is, what are some of your top moments from the Grishaverse? Carrie says to her, it was when Nina, <coughs> sorry, you are Nina helping everyone escape from that home in King of Scars. So this is a weird question. I'm not weird. I've never thought of it. What is one no, of my... No, that's a... That's... <laughs> that might take some what thought. Are a to- okay, so a top moment. So my favorite... Okay, well, I know one, but I can't talk about it because it's actually a, right, the end yeah. of Rule of Wolves. Yeah, some of them we can't talk about. Um, um, Let's see. What are some other neat ones? I enjoyed um, Nina... Um. I mean, it was kind of sad because she was on Paramount, but I kind of enjoyed her um, taking charge and oh. and taking down Broom so they could all get yeah. out. Yeah, specifically when she, like, takes the Param to save them. Yeah. That is a really cool That's scene. A, I mean, there's so many. It's there are hard. There's so many moments where you're like, oh, dang. <laughs> yeah. So it's really hard. Okay. Um, yeah. Oh, I mean, there's lots of moments in the um, the... Six of Crows duology. There's tons of moments in there because it's all it's just full of twists and turns. Um, so there's a lot in there where it just it takes a turn and you're just dumbfounded that it went there. Ooh, I just thought of one. Um, in Shadow and Bone, being at the Winter Feet or Fate that oh, like yeah. when they do like it's like the first time like and because you get to see the party mm-hmm. and yeah, that would be really pretty to see. Yeah. Um, okay, so. This other one, would you rather live in Ravka or Ketterdam? I know, you're in. <laughs> I mean, duh. I don't know if it's duh. Really? I feel like you'd have a better shot at staying alive in Ravka, maybe. Um, I don't know, but. Yeah, this is talking about living. Right. But see, it's, it's difficult. That's a. I hate to like sound like a broken record. Okay. I it, it's a difficult question because I feel like your life would be harder in Ketterdam, but Ravka is poor. So I don't know. I, I'm gonna I'm just gonna go say Ketterdam because it'll be more fun. Because I feel like you die either way, and at least in Ketterdam yeah. I'd have more fun. I think Ketterdam would be really fun. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. Yeah, I am. Um... Especially in, like, host everything in Six of Crows, Ketterdam. You'd always have something to do. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's definitely, like, lots Parties. of... Parties. Yeah, and I do think... And there's money. There is. there is, And I always think it's neat, like, when um, you go to a place and it's, like, a big city. And just, I love mansions that are in big cities, which are not mansions. But, like, you know, they're just in buildings. And you walk into someone's house that, like... And it's huge. Right. Like, that would be kind of neat. That would be neat. And, so. uh, yeah. Well, I I think I'd, 
Yeah, I guess I'd say Ketterdam, but see, I keep on thinking about Ravka because there's so much space there, and there's so many different parts of Ravka that you could travel to. Yeah, um, yeah it's a... Yeah. It's hard. It is. Um, You know what? I'm going to say, I'm just going to go to the Wandering Isle. That's where I would like to live. Because that's where they said... The, was that an option? I made it an option. <laughs> it wasn't an option! Well, this game is rigged. So... Okay, fine. Whatever. <laughs> we do what we want. I do what I want. We sure do. Um, whew. This outfit. Okay. <laughs> He's regretting everything. Well, it's hard when you're, like, talking and you've got a face mask on. What? Huh? Like, we, like we all don't know what that's like for the last two years. Oh, true. <laughs> this one's a little different, though. It's like a ski mask. <laughs> Ski mask, not face mask. Wow. Well, I I'm, I keep on inhaling like fabric. Fabric. That's mm. what it is. Fun. I know, but let's talk about things that people can listen to and understand. So, um, <laughs> anyways, happy anniversary! Woo! So we should get started. Sure. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> All right. We are on chapter twenty-six, All right. which. Yes. yes, we are. Okay. I know what I'm doing. I know you do. So, <laughs> uh, that follows the monk. Who is Yuri? This is really cool. I just think it's so neat that we have the monk chapter. Yeah, this is very, um, uh, this is very Anne Rice, um, Tale of the Body Thief. <laughs> For I, me, this is, this is very similar to that. I love this chapter too. I know we're about to discuss it. I'm just saying <laughs> I love it. Oh, oh, we can discuss it all you want. Um, so remember the Darkling is in Yuri, which I mean, like in his body. Um, and we're, we're calling him Alexander now. Um, he's decided that he's going to be called Alexander, which I think kind of humanizes him. Um, cause calling him like the Darkling, it makes him this like entity and this godlike thing or this monster like thing. Um, but actually giving him a human name makes him. More like a yeah, a little more human, and I think that might be intentional as we move forward. Huh. Darkling um, is a little dark, right? It's it's uh it's not as human. It's it's more like right. monstery. Um, he is looking for the starless um people, the the whole like little group that's the traveling around the, the starless saint. He is looking for them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he is trying to find them. Um, he's he's having a hard time because he forgets that um Okazatsias need um food and rest <laughs> so he keeps having to actually stop and do that he's frustrated with the human body <laughs> he is aren't we all he just wants poor um, it's what it's like darkling i, mean, I know sorry <laughs> you do have to eat and we've got to sleep so yes. important yes <laughs> um he 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 hears people talking about the war and that makes him start to think kind of about Zoya. Um, and the reason why I kind of put a little like star in that is because he's talking about Zoya not knowing how much power she has currently. And if she could actually harness it, then she could be like the greatest Grisha of like all time. And that he thinks that she's going to need him. Does, does he know 
But how does he know everything? Does he know that she has the power of He knows Paris? everything. He knows about uh, Lisveta, um that... Um, oh, because you know what? Yeah, he's in Yuri's... He's got Yuri's thoughts, yes. too. I forgot yes. so that. So he knows, he knows everything. Okay. So, um, but he's talking about how Zoya's anger makes her easy to control. So he's thinking that as she gets more powerful, she's going to have a hard time controlling her anger, and he's going to swoop in... And he's going to be her shepherd, he says. Which that is, ain't going to work. Which is kind of weird. She hates him so much. <laughs> um, from listening to people, he finds out that the Starless are in Guyana? Sure. G-A-Y-E-N-A. Guyana. Go for it. Sure. Let's travel. Yep. Um, so he's, like, excited because he knows what's going on now. And he's going to head that way. So he knows that the Starless will know Yuri. What I find interesting at this part is he says he brings Yuri's features forward. So it's like he can kind of control. He says he's no tailor, so he can't perfect it. Mm-hmm. But he can kind of control um, who, like which one is more prominent or the features. So it's kind of cool. So yeah. he brings Yuri's features forward. Um, throws on some glasses that he can't see <laughs> with. And Yuri is super excited because he's like, this is he's what I've lived out. for. Yeah. and he's been I'm stuck- going to fulfill my purpose. This is what I've always wanted. And Alexander is kind of like, yeah, okay, you're right. Um, which is, again, surprising. I figured he'd be like, shut up. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he's like, yeah, you're right. Um, he fought, he, he, Connects with this guy named Chernov, yeah, um, who is in uh, the Starless, and they uh, they recognize him as Yuri, yeah. But they do say you kind of look different and you kind of sound different, dude. And um, Alexander, as Yuri says, "Well, I am different. <laughs> I've changed. <laughs> he's got a little. <laughs> I've seen things. <laughs> yeah, he's just got a little darkling in him. <laughs> Ooh, <Yeah>. um." So- <laughs> Uh, they another little thing. They start talking about um, Vadik Dimidov about how he's going to be crowned, and Yuri or you know Alexander um, says that Dimidov will be a Fjordan puppet. And the Starless are like, "Why are we talking politics? We're, that's not our thing. No. We literally just want to uh, worship the Darkling. That's all we want to do." Um, and he says something about, "Well, don't you want people to?" respect Grisha and protect Grisha and they're <laughs> very confused um that could, and then uh Yuri is like d- d- didn't you know that the darkling was Grisha I mean don't Uh-oh. wouldn't you want and their response is he was a saint there is a difference so okay that's interesting yes because actually like we're covering Siege and Storm right now in the Fable stuff. And um, mm-hmm. I were at the part where they are discussing how they just figured out, or Alina and Mal are coming to the conclusion where they think Ilya Mortsova and Sankt Ilya are the same. And the reason they're freaking out about that is because they say it's a Grisha saint and it has never happened before. Right. So, like, it's just, like, it's interesting how... But then we've had discussions about how the saints might have all been Grisha to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think that, yeah. So it's a, it's a fun conversation. Um, but then Alexander, as he, he realizes who he's talking to, he's like, Oh, I just meant, you know, we could find more followers that were Grisha, so we might want to bring them in. You got to know your surroundings. You got to play the room right. You yes. got to like. And him. I think he's really good at doing that, and I think that's why he's always like kind of survived <laughs> through yes. these thousands of years or however long since the beginning of time. Um, they um, they're gonna have, I guess, a tent revival. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> and Chernoff is like, we're gonna have a speaker, and Alexander Yuri, like, nope. I'm the speaker now. Okay, everybody. Let's bring the kids. <laughs> that little picnic. I love I'm the speaker. I'm the captain now. So <laughs> he gets up there and he starts talking about how screw your plan to go south. We're going north. Oh, towards so you're the border, that kind of queen. Towards the border, towards the the war, and so everybody's freaking out. Like, nope, uh-uh, not doing it. It's not happening. Um. He says, the Darkling came to me. <laughs> oh, yeah, he did. He spoke to me. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a little kiki. Oh, yeah, you kai kai. Oh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> You're still kai kai. You guys oh, are in they there are, together. They are full on kai kai. Like, Lord. <laughs> um, so they're all basically going against him. And so he's like, oh, yeah. And he lets little shadows come out of his hand. And he lets shadows just escape from him. And everybody falls down to their knees praying. And they're like, oh, my gosh, yes, we're going to go north. And so they Woo-hoo! all start north, 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 north. <laughs> Yay. Woo. Go north. Um, and turn off is like, yeah, sorry, I doubted you. And they're going north. And that's the end of the chapter. <laughs> well, ain't that a little something? It is a little something. Uh, but yeah, it was, it's a fun little, um, I don't know, to see the Darkling slash Alexander in a little, a little different light. And don't you feel like reading it the second time is really like kind of, I don't know, I'm getting a lot more out of it. Than yes. Because the first time I was just so excited about it, I think I rushed. I was just like, I don't know. You can catch more things that are important. Yeah. Because you didn't know those things were important <laughs> the exactly. first time around. And this is an incredible book. Oh, yes. I mean, as you'll see. Very, as you are seeing. Very difficult to write. Yeah. Um, so we move on to chapter 27, which follows Nikolai. Ooh. Now, we could have literally done the entire chapter as a scene because the first part is um, Zoya and Nikolai talking back and forth. Um, and then it switches to two other people back and forth. So it could have literally been an entire scene, but I didn't do that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so Zoya and Nikolai, they're on the Volkfulni again. Yay! And on top of that, they are in Ketterdam. Which means Nikolai on the Volkfulni has turned into Sturman again. Which is. Hello. Hello. Very fitting for today. Sure uh, is. <laughs> he talks about how much he's missed it, and he says he wouldn't entirely mind. If he had to completely give up the throne, he actually thinks it would be easier if Dimidov came in and took over. And he could just go be Sturmund because kings can't just be all about action and adventure. And that's what he prefers. And, you know, I actually have always kind of gotten the sense Nikolai is a great king, but I don't think he's really wanted it. Like, I mean, like, 
Well, he did. And he even says in this chapter, I didn't have, I don't have it in my notes, but he even says in this chapter, because Zoya asks him, could you give it up? And he says, I don't know when you've wanted something your whole life, it's hard to live or to know how know what to do without it. So he has wanted it. And he's always thought that, um, that Vasily wasn't going to be a good king. Oh, yeah. Um, so I think for him, I don't know if it's necessarily about like a personal thing. I think it's more about what he could do for Ravka. I th- I, I think that's what it was. That's is that he drive. wanted Ravka to be in better hands than they were in. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Like, and that is his main motivation. I believe is because like he just he wants the best for his country. Yeah, what uh, a good guy. Yeah, and he's so fun. I love him as Sturmund. Like, I, I like Nikolai, but as Sturman, he just turns into this, like, sassy, um, know-it-all, just, I, I love it. And one, see, of my, one of the best characters. Well, playing a part is so much fun, and I was actually, like, and that's what he's doing, essentially. You yeah. know, when you get to do that, like, I mean, kind of like drag, it's like, you get to do, you get to let out this other person, and I've been talking to my son, who's doing, like, theater, and he doesn't understand, like, I think he's gonna really love it, because... To be able to, like, just be somebody else for a little bit. Like, just, mm-hmm. it's so fun. I think so. I, I love it. Well, yeah. So, I mean, that's of what... course. I mean, he's, <laughs> yeah. he's Sturman. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I just, so I, I was very excited when this chapter came up. Um, unless, I, I'm assuming everybody might not remember, but last time we did oh, this, remember. I don't, all the days and weeks just, like, smoosh together right now um but last time we were talking about um nikolai mm. and zoya they are actually going to ketterdam to um pick up titanium or try to get titanium yep and, we and saw- they and they're going to talk to the master himself kaz um so kaz is actually nowhere to be found <laughs> surprise surprise um but on an interesting note i have this highlighted because <laughs> <sighs> I was confused when I read it, and I just, this is for, I'm going to say show code. Um, I'm going to say that I can't remember that this ever came up before. It says that Kaz, or no, it says that Nikolai and Zoya had worked with Kaz before. They weren't friends or even trusted associates. Yep. Do you not remember that? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> so that happened, remember, it was um, actually in Crooked when yes yeah yes <laughs> they met in the bath and that's when they changed and yeah. right and he could that's how kaz knew that he was nikolai okay see somehow I knew but how he I just also, said it but he figured it out on his own yes he, well kaz, yeah like, because he's kaz yeah um so yeah <laughs> i knew well, if they, i just said it then like well hey between both of us we always can figure i know it out we can now. figure I mean, it out <laughs> our listeners probably know the grisha verse by heart but then it just takes two of us to yeah somehow just, figure this out full disclosure that my brain is not functioning properly um so but it's fun to visit ketterdam again it's so much it fun is. to be here again and it's fun to kind of see it through like their eyes uh they have a discussion about what makes ketterdam different than ravka um, like the money, um, the culture. Um, Nikolai wants that kind of wealth for Ravka. He's, yes. There's a, a long discussion about how he really would love for Ravka and people to know this kind of wealth. Um, Zoya is like, but this whole thing was built on Grisha slaves. 
So yeah. no, <laughs> let's, that's not a good idea. So Nikolai says, well, then let's take what we like from this and we can leave the rest. Um, let's build something better for everyone. Um, and then he, he mentions that uh, they could do, they're, they're going to do it together. And Zoya kind of shifts in a mood. Um, she's like, well, okay, look, after the war, I think you should send me away. Send me to Oskarville. Um, we all know that this is because she likes him, but she doesn't want to um, let it happen because of their position. Um, she's worried and she's she's always had like, I think she's just, she's got a lot on her mind, and I think she she really respects Nikolai. Well, right, but and, she obviously likes him. But yes, they there's there's always talk about she's his general. It's not appropriate, right? Um, and they have to know that they like each other because of the way they talk to each other. But he agrees with her. Says, "Yeah, you do you do that. You do you boo." Um, because he's also in the same position where he doesn't want to. To give into it because it's inappropriate and he's not sure what's well. going to happen and all that fun stuff. Oi. Um, I'm not. There we go. Woo! You lose your spot. I do that wow, all the time. Wow. The whole screen just changed and I about had a heart attack. It's okay. You're right there. Well, um, <laughs> it's an interesting podcast we're putting together. Yeah. Y'all. We're just, we're, using we got it together. Glue right now. We, we got it. We got it together. We're duct tape it in this place <laughs> together. <laughs> Um, so they actually get to the Crow Club. Eee! <laughs> um, and it is described as having been expanded. Ooh. Uh, it looked like a great black bird of prey among a sea of gaudy peacocks. <laughs> it was three times the size of any other establishment on the block. Of course it is. That's so, so what amazing. cracks me up, though, is that Ketterdam is supposed to be this dark place, and they, they're talking about how the Crow Club is a dark place amongst peacocks. So <laughs> that was interesting, I think. Um, yeah. Uh, and then, of course, Zoya is just disgusted. <laughs> yeah, she, I can't imagine her enjoying Ketterdam because it probably is like, you know, it's like the cobblestones everywhere. Yeah, she's, like, she's not having it. She doesn't like it at people all. People peeing in corners. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what I imagine, you know. It's just I mean, a dark place. Yeah, I mean. Kind of slimy. So this beggar that they had seen earlier speaks up and just wipes everything off of his face. Of course it's Cass. He has been eavesdropping on their whole conversation this whole time. Because he says he wanted to make sure that he got the truth from them. He takes them into the Crow Club and tells them he knows that they want the titanium. But it's quite impossible to get to. And he's not going to take the chance. Nikolai's uh-huh. like, oh, well, I do have something you want. Safety for the wraith. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I'm going to play the girlfriend card. So that sure piques his interest. Yes, it does. And that is a way <laughs> to get Kaz to do anything. And that takes us to our scene. Ooh. And who are we playing, by the way? So Eric is going to be playing Kaz. Okay. And I'm going to be playing Nikolai because it would be weird to switch it up at this point with how I'm dressed. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it was just you sent it to me and I was like, who are these? I was like, I just didn't read it. I color coded it for you. Well, I see the color coding, but you know, <laughs> usually I put like, you're playing this and I'm playing that. 
Okay. You did fantastic. Thanks. Gold star for you. Thank you. Okay, so this is the scene. Yeah. Okay, so I'm Kaz. Yeah. Okay. Get into character. Goodness gracious. Because I always do. Oh, no. Um, This needs to be plugged in. We are. <laughs> Having technical difficulties. Having so that's at 1%. Technical difficulties. Uh, second. So we have a shadow monster okay. that is... um. Working on some technology here. Yeah, producer man, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I just want to let you know that the iPad is about to die. That. Uh, oh well. I mean, we can do it saying. without everything. Well, yeah. I just. Okay. So. <laughs> um. Okay, so we're just gonna go ahead and start. So that was like a little. Oh, that was secret for you guys. You guys were thinking you're like. <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, okay, so yeah, we're going to really start now. Okay, so, curtain up. Speak, said Kaz. It is my understanding that a certain ship, captained by a young Suli woman and flying under no country's banner, has thrown the human trade in and out of Ketterdam into upheaval. I particularly like the tale of the two slavers she left slathered in tar and crow feathers at the entrance to the Stodd Hall. I do admire her theatrics, though the merchant council was less impressed, perhaps due to the note pinned to the captain's chest that read, Gert van Verant's new mansion was paid for in bodies. It made for quite the story in the papers, and Mr. Verant, a former member of the council in good standing, is now under investigation. He isn't. No? He was found guilty and sentenced to two years in Hellgate. His political rivals have already carved up his fortune. How swift is Kurt's justice when there's money to be made, Nikolai marveled. The captain and her ship are known only as the Wraith, but I have it on good authority that this mysterious Suli woman is Inej Gaffa. Never heard of her. No? <laughs> Nikolai feigned shock. Pain shock. That surprises me, given her association with the dregs and her considerable talent for puncturing people with all the zeal of a nearsighted auntie trying to embroider a quilt. But it may be best for you to have no personal connection. Is that so? They had stopped at a huge iron door with an elaborate locking mechanism. Have you heard of the Ismarsia? Nikolai asked. My Ravkin is rusty. They're submersible warships that travel beneath the sea. They can attack any vessel unseen and are almost impossible to evade. Some very powerful people in Kirch possess this technology. If the race enemy convinced the Kirch government to use these weapons against her, the Wraith and her crew could be blown from the water at any time. A dire situation for her, no doubt. Kaz's voice was uneven, but Nikolai saw the way his gloved hand gripped the silver crow's head of his cane. And perhaps for the person who invented such a menace. The threat was obvious. No doubt, but it so happens that when this technology was granted to the Kirch, the very wise King of Ravka... Have you met him? 
unusual mm. for someone to be so smart and so good-looking, had the hulls of the Ismarsia imbued with bits of rhodium, so with the help of a fabricator and a certain device in his keeping, a ship could receive early warning of any submersible within a three-mile radius and take evasive maneuvers, if said ship was so inclined. An early warning system? Precisely. Brecker reached for the handle of the door, and you have this clever invention in your possession. Not on my person, said Nikolai. I know better than to fill my pockets with valuable merchandise around a thief known as Dirty Hands, but the device is well within reach. Brecker gave the handle on the iron door a spin. Come with me, Sturmund. If we're going to pull this off, we'll need some very peculiar help. End scene. End chapter. Her in. Woo. Well, that was a little something, something. It definitely was a little something, something. Um, I, you know, that was the gayest cast you have ever it definite, heard. Definitely was. Woo! Um, but you know, we need to hear from Kaz and we Absolutely. need to hear about Inej's um adventures. True, <laughs> she is um messing some stuff up. Yeah, yeah. And I just, I really think having that. Com- I love their conversations. Like I love Kaz and Nikolai Sturman, like them talking. It's just they are highly entertaining together they are. because they're so. I mean. They're great characters. They're they're yes. They 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 are very um different but entertaining. I mean, I think they're similar in a lot of ways, but the way that they come across is a lot different. Like their personalities are right. so different, but they're very um they are big <laughs> personalities. Yeah. So I I I always love it when they Yeah, when they talk. And it doesn't happen. I mean Mm-mm. Yeah, because it's only happened a couple of times, but they're just so entertaining. So it's neat to like have them both in a scene together. So, yep. Yeah. So that's me done. Okay. Well, then we're going to move on to chapter 28, which is me. Woohoo. <laughs> so, okay. So they, it's, I, wow, I forgot to take this note out. Anyways, um, <laughs> this is Zoya. And um, so they emerge from the tunnel, which they are in, and actually happen to pop out of the Gelden district. Um, And Zoya hopes that Ravka can one day be at peace and Grisha could choose their path um, because they would like to live instead of having to be always like soldiers and stuff. She's just, I think she's just realizing that like in Ravka, yes, it's... it's freedom, but Grisha are like in a way like I mean they have to go to the second army, you know. So they really aren't as free as like you think about it. Right? Yeah, they don't have many options. No, and like I mean it's probably the best place in the Grisha verse, but yeah. It's, anyways, um, so they arrive at this mansion. Ooh, <laughs> you like mansions? I do. I know, and then. Guess who answers the door? It's Jesper! Oh my god! I know. That was so exciting for me. I couldn't... I... Ugh. I just... I was It's like old friends! It is, and I was totally surprised by this. Like, totally surprised that Kaz was here. Like, I mean, that was a shock. Like, I did not expect that. I mean, yes, I wanted Alina to have a cameo, but I never thought that she would bring Kaz and Jet. Like, they would be a part of this. So I just... I love it. So well, get... when he said we need peculiar help, I 
Oh, well, yeah. Figured that it was. It's a hint. Yeah. Um, yep. So, and then if you, you know what I'm saying, if Jesper's there, who else is going to be there? Okay. So, anyways, Zoya notices that Jesper <laughs> is very, yeah, <laughs> is very fashionable. He would, you know, I mean, Milo would be there in the show version. Sure, probably. Just like living in a mansion. Just eating, like, draw, draft, keeping the... Weird. Yeah. So, Zoya does notice, I, I think it's very interesting that she notices that Jesper has... The clothing that he's wearing are, like, very crazy, but they go together perfectly. Well, yeah, like, that's it's his very fashion. fashionable. That's his fashion. And, I, like, I was like, yeah, duh, he's gay. Of course he's got it. You know? <laughs> Isn't he bi? Well, yeah, sorry. He's bi. Okay. Well, he's got, you know, he's got some fashion sense. Yes, in the book, it, like, when they talk about how he met and it was, like, the the explanation about what he was wearing <laughs> yeah he he wears some wackadoo things but it's, but they uh, go together it's very well. him yeah yeah but and that's the cool thing that like because it, it's not just wackadoo mm -hmm. it's like things that nobody else has thought of it's innovative innovative and, exactly yeah. so and then guess who we hear from we hear from wyland yay <laughs> i just love them okay so anyways it says um through the tall, and here's a quote. So this is a question. Okay. Through the tall windows, Zoya glimpsed a garden and a woman painting at an easel and beyond her, the slow moving gray waters of the Gel Geld Canal. Okay. End quote. That's Wyland's mom, right? Yes. Okay. Just making sure. Yeah. I mean, because it doesn't say it, but I was like, I think that's, that was her. Which yeah. is sweet. That I means know. they, they brought her home. And I think it's really cool that like, she put that in there. Mm -hmm. Like, just that one line. Like, very cool. Um, so, Cass says that he um, pretty much is needing Wylan and Jesper to help with getting Ravka their titanium. And Cass says it's for Inej. Because they're kind of, like, reluctant. Mm -hmm. um, Wylan's like, no! Uh-uh. I want you to get in trouble anymore. Jesper's all like, ooh, I want to. <laughs> um, like a true couple. Exactly. So... Kaz does lay down the money and say, it's Voronezh. So, um, they, um, so this whole plan is they've got to break into the rent beer base. Jesper says it should be easy because the security is terrible, which is quite funny because Kat, Kaz said earlier the complete opposite about how hard it was going to be. So, Zoya calls him out on that. He's like, that's weird, because you said it was going to be hard. <laughs> and, obviously, you know, Kaz just trying to make a little money. Um, so, this base also happens to be on an island with horrible weather. And Zoya says, well, I can fix that. Yeah. You know, I'm good with that. Nikolai says he can transport the metal easily because he's got his airship. Of course he does. <laughs> so, whew, i got to breathe. Um, <laughs> Don't pass out. <sighs> it's hot in this thing. Okay, anyways, so they keep discussing the plan, and Zoya wonders how Kaz knows so much about this job, because he just keeps on spilling all these details, like, so much about this place, like, so, and Nikolai calls Kaz out by saying, you know what, it's because Kaz actually wanted to steal the titanium for himself. 
And why? Because he wanted to turn around and sell it. Mm -hmm. And Kaz, of course, admits that. So, Wyland is curious why they need so much titanium. And Nikolai doesn't want to lie. He even shows Wyland David's plans for the missiles, which I think is really cute, actually, um, in hopes that he could help. And Zoya has a very interesting thought. So, here was this quote. Maybe she shouldn't have asked to be reassigned to Oskervo. She wanted to work with him for the future they both dreamed of. She wanted to build a peace with him, even when he married. She could stay at the palace, serve by his side. That was the right choice, the noble one. And the thought of it made her feel like snatching a bottle of whiskey from the sideboard and downing the whole thing. So that's just her trying to deal with the whole feelings feelings issue yeah and because she don't want to feel it either so they finish um discussing and figuring out hashing out these plans and now we're ready for their little heist so we're gonna have a little heist up in this book we have a little mini heist yep and just so y'all know the plan is to take the titanium and replace it with aluminum (laughs) Mm, okay same thing same thing yeah (laughs) Um, so they all meet up at the cliffs, um, overlooking the base. And Jesper announces that they've got a new problem. That apparently the titanium has now, now has like a little roof. It's got a little place to stay. It's got like, you know, it's not out (laughs) in the open. It's got a little house. So, um, anyways, that's, um, that's new and, um, Kaz says that they won't be able to do the job now because they're going to need more people um, because of this roof, apparently. Um, Now, this very interesting thing happens. A very thick fog moves in out of nowhere. You know, they're just talking, talk, talk, talk. And this fog moves in, and these weird noises are coming from it. And sounds like, I don't know, just strange noises. And... Zoya just gets fed up and she's like, I'm done with this. So she just uses her hands and like whoop, gets that fog to disappear. And what is there? But we've got some people in some jackal masks. And apparently it's a Suli. Oh. Who saw that coming? Yeah. Not me. Um, anyways, so the Suli actually, like, I mean, like, so they're having a little confrontation, and the Suli cock their guns and say that they are trespassing, and Zoya then says something in Suli. Mati an shava yulu. Yelu. Yeah, who knows if I got that right? Probably not. Um, but what that actually means is the action will have no echo. So she actually gets a response. A woman... A woman's voice responds by saying, we see you, Zeji, which means daughter. The woman continues telling Zoya that they can see she has built walls around her heart, and that's because she isn't in her true home or with her true people. So, what's happening here, y'all? The truth is coming out. Mm-hmm. We did just find out a couple chapters ago, or maybe last week, I can't remember when it was. That <laughs> Was it last week? I don't remember. Yeah, who knows? Anyways, it could have been months ago. But um, we did find out that um, Zoya was Suli, and that's what this is. And if you remember, 
the very beginning of this book, we kind of had an interaction with Suli, and we didn't really understand it, but Zoya had an interaction with him and, like, kind of just wasn't admitting that she understood what they said. Right. Well, mm. so, anyways, we got to remember, nobody else knows this. So, Nikolai asked Zoya, like, how did you know those words? And, like, what? What up? And... She wants to lie. She has like a thousand lies come to her head. But she says, and here's the quote. Because I'm Suli. Simple words, but she never said them aloud. She could feel her mother's hands combing out her hair, placing a hat on her head to keep her out of the sun. You're pale like me. You have my eyes. You can pass. The family had kept her mother's name so that they wouldn't draw attention. Nabri. Her father's name was rubbed away like a stain. End quote. So that quote kind of makes me sad. That like, you know, one, the the fact that the mother says you can pass. Mm -hmm. I like that makes me sad because like I just really like just hearing that, like, kind of relates to that on so many different levels where people, you know, just whatever. And then like we find out that like, I mean, his the last name was completely erased, Nabri. But that's cool with Zoya history, herstory. <laughs> yes, herstory. Mm-hmm. So the Suli woman keeps talking to Zoya and then offers for Zoya and the team to follow them. She's like, come on. Mm-hmm. Um, which, by the way, I would be very, very reluctant. I would be kind well, yeah. and they kind of discuss it like so, like it's kind of freaky, because like I mean. They've got these jackal masks on, which, dude, anyways, it's just kind of <laughs> weird. So they take them down. They do follow. They do. They don't really have a choice because they've got guns. And they're like, follow me down this cliffside. And they do. And here I'm going to read the um, quote for this. Halfway down, they passed behind a boulder. And Zoya saw the entrance to a cave, its yawning black mouth carved into the side of the cliff. Again, the jackal spoke. If you wish to enter the base, this tunnel runs under the watchtowers and opens in the basement beneath Rentvir. We always, and like, which is just crazy. We always leave a back door, said the woman in the jackal mask. There are two guards who patrol past the entrance to the basement. The rest is up to you, daughter. You may use the cliffs to board your ship. Why are you helping us, Zoya asked. Your heart does not belong to you alone. When this is over, when it is all over, remember where you came from. The king I speak of queens, not kings tonight. Remember, daughter. Then she vanished into the shadows. Suddenly they were alone at the tunnel mouth. The Suli were gone. Thank you. Um, (laughs) So I really, really like that part um didn't know i was going to be giving a scene to you but um just a little got into that a little bit just because like it's just so interesting you know anyways um i gotta i realize that we're we're still reading the book so <laughs> um, so apparently the kirch um used suli labor this entire like to build the base so that's how they know about this and zoya then confronts kaz and calls him out on his plan Apparently, he like, I mean, he, he knew the Suli were camped there. And Kaz says, 
I never walk through a door unless I know there is a window to climb out of. So, of course, Kaz tricks us again. This entire thing has been a plan mm-hmm. from the very beginning. Like, when is it not? I know, but I forget that. So I'm always <laughs> surprised by him. Like, it's just crazy. And he he actually just like got Zoya's like, well, how did you know that I speak Suli? Which is impossible. And he's like, that was a gamble. I just kind of was. Hoping- That's a huge gamble. <laughs> it is like this. Hu- they could have just died. <laughs> like, yes. I mean, what if so to just assume somebody speaks another language? Well, I'm a- guessing that you know he does so much research on people. He probably knew that she was Suli maybe before she really did. I mean, admitted it. I don't know. Who knows? It's Kaz. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that should just be the quote. It's Kaz. Yeah, There true. is no answer. Because Kaz. Ugh. Zoya says, and this is the end, um, quote, One day your luck will run out, Mr. Brecker. Then I'll just have to make some more. He paused and turned to look back over his shoulder at her. The Suli never forget their own, General Nazielinski, just like crows. Insane. And that was a fabulous chapter. I love how he just, he's very dramatic. R.I.P. people who use headphones. (laughs) Yeah, sorry. (laughs) R.I.P. to your ears. (laughs) So, wow, my cosplay has changed. But it's gotten, I couldn't breathe. I was starting to like pass out under here. Yeah, please don't do that. Okay. Well, that's the end of our chapters for this evening. So... It's that very special time for Grisha Cassius. <laughs> now let's go live to our Grisha in the field. Alex! Hello, hello. Thank you guys so much. Uh, I do have some news this week. It, it was the past few days, a lot of stuff has happened. There were two more leaked audition tapes, but for the privacy of the actors and the confidentiality, they will not be shared. And for any future tapes that are leaked, it is asked not to be shared. They are supposed to be 100% confidential and not shared at all. So if you see it, keep it to yourself. I know we're all excited to see the new casting and see who's going to be there, but They have not casted yet, apparently, if there are so many being leaked. We also have some super big news for the Grishaverse and for Shadow and Bone. Shadow and Bone, the Netflix series, has been nominated for a People's Choice Award, so that is absolutely wonderful. You can vote at vote.pca.com. All you have to do is put your email in, or you can sign in with Facebook. It's super easy. It takes like five clicks, and you can vote up to 25 times. So go do that. Uh, other than that, that's all I have. Thank you so much. Have a great time. Bye. Okay. Thanks, Alex. Thank you, Alex. Oh, please get a coat. It's going to get cold <laughs> out there. It is getting a little chilly. It is. I love it. Oh, this is my favorite season. I know. I hate the heat. I'm so happy. Um. Anyways, quick little shout out to our Fable Book Club, Woo-hoo. which is really turning out like that app is really interesting i've gone i've been doing more and more at like just investigating 
and it's pretty neat. So mm-hmm. if it's just there are so many book clubs, so many, and it's just a it's an awesome experience. So if you would like, go check it out. And you don't have to check us out. I love it if you did. <laughs> but um, you can because we are um, the moderators for the Shadow and Bone Book Club. Ooh, and we fancy. Yeah. yeah and we, we bougie. Do, we are because we do not We do our own little shenanigans mm. and own little shindig just for Fable. Mm-hmm. We do a little discussion, discussion. Ooh. Sorry. Cord. Um, anyways. Yeah, is this your first day? It is. <laughs> I'm a temp. <laughs> so, anyways, um, guess what? Next week chapters are we're not covering any <laughs> because very lucky you and us, we are celebrating our Grisha anniversary. Mazel Tov, Grisha Cast! You've been here two years. Two years. You made it. It's already been two years. Well, yeah. that's crazy. I know. It's weird. And who would have thought, if you look at our picture and the camera right now, this is where we would be. Yeah, this is this is what it's come to. This is what it has come to. <laughs> Not only that, but our best friendship. This, this is what we are. <laughs> this is where we've landed. I look like a very interesting bat. <laughs> and I look like Austin Powers. Apparently, that's what Chris thinks. Yes. I mean, once he said it, now I can't unsee it. So there's that. <laughs> I see like Annie a little. <laughs> huh? Yeah, no. Yeah. It's a hard knock life. Anyway. <laughs> so, yes, next week, tune in. We will be doing our Grisha anniversary. And if you're new, then that's just, it's just a fun episode where we just do whatever we want. And yeah. go check out Grisha anniversary one. If you're interested to know what next week's like. <laughs> and anyways, we will be finishing up the book after that. So it has been lovely. Um, I hope you all have enjoyed and we're very happy. Anyways, so we're going to head out. We'll see you guys all next week. Long live the Grishaverse. Like we're at the end of the hour, so my voice is a little husky. It was. No No mourners. No funerals. This has been GrishaCast. Connect with us on the web at GrishaCast.com. Send an email to info at GrishaCast.com. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, all the other socials on at GrishaCast. Thank you to Kendra Dantes and Year 26 for our amazing background music and our staff, Chris, Alex, Sid, Michelle, and Amber.